It's time for Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 DWS. Brought to you by our DWS prep partners. ABC Heating and Air, where it's as easy as ABC to always be comfortable. And American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford in Champaign. Your dream is out there. Go get it. American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford will protect it. Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 is also brought to you by Bacon and Van Busker, Coach House Garages, First Federal Savings Bank, Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, and Tim's Auto Body. Tonight's game can also be heard live at our website, WDWS.com. And now, let's head out to the field for tonight's game. Little League Baseball is on the air from Zahn Park in Champaign. It's championship night for CU Kiwanis Little League, but first we bring you the third place game, the number seven seed Campus Sportswear at 6-11-1, taking on the number four seed Plumbers and Pipefitters at 12-5-1. How you doing, everybody? I'm Tim Dittman out of the ballpark tonight. Michael Kaiser will be alongside shortly. We are underway in this third place matchup. The leadoff batter for Campus is the second baseman, number 10, Chris Timmons, and he has an 0-2 count on him as we get going tonight. The championship game coming up at 8 o'clock will be the number one seed, First Federal, taking on the number three seed, Wampler Property Management. We'll have that game for you here on DWS at, again, approximately 8 p.m. 1-2 the count on Chris Timmons. Campus at the plate here in the top of the first. They are wearing the black jerseys tonight with the red sleeves, high and tight. And it looks like they're going to say that got him. Looks like it got him on the shoulder or the forearm. So that's going to be a leadoff hit by pitch for Chris Timmons. As I mentioned, Campus Sportswear in the black and Plumbers and Pipefitters in the blue jerseys this evening. Get to the lineups for both teams as we go along tonight. I can tell you right now that the batter is Matt Steinberg. He's the number two hitter and pitcher for Campus Sportswear. Where's number 12? Bats from the right side. Your starting pitcher tonight for Plumbers and Pipefitters is Layden Daniels. First pitch in there for a strike, 0-1. No score. We're just underway in this third-place game between Campus and Plumbers. Campus batting in the top of the first with a runner on first and nobody out. That one grounded foul down the first baseline. Rest of the lineup for Campus, the number three hitter is the shortstop, Charlie Sikander. Batting cleanup and playing first is Jack Vasquez. Batting fifth and catching is Julian Kendrick. Batting sixth and playing third base is Jeremiah Thompson. Batting seventh and playing center field is Tristan Wynn. Batting eighth and playing right field is George Rouse. And rounding out the lineup, the left fielder, Jacob Dupre. Outside, evens the count up. Defensively for the Plumbers, Holmes, Hartley, and Rungi left to right in the outfield. Cunningham, Minor, Johnson, and McLean left to right on the infield. The battery is Layden Daniels and Caleb Gollings. And I might have misspoke earlier. Layden Daniels is actually catching. Caleb Gollings is your pitcher tonight, so I apologize for that. Caleb Gollings is on the mound for the Plumbers and Pipe Fitters. We are just underway in this third-place game. Steinberg at the plate with a runner on first. Here's the pitch. Little dribbler back to the pitcher. Gollings, he's going to glove it, get it to first, but not in time. Timmons caught in no man's land between second and third. They're going to get him in a rundown here, and he is going to be tagged out as he slides into third base. So we'll score an infield single for Matt Steinberg, and then Chris Timmons is retired on the base pass for out number one. 
Great weather tonight for CU Kiwanis Little League. Had some dicey weather on Monday, some rain and some wind. Sun tonight, pleasant temperatures, although that wind has not gone away. As you might hear on your speakers at home, it is blowing at my back out to right center field. So we'll see if maybe some of the lefties are able to drive one tonight. First pitch in there to a, for a strike to Charlie Sikander. He's the number three hitter, shortstop for campus, wears number two, bats from the right side. Runner on second with one out here in the top of the first. That runner out there is Steinberg. Decent crowd tonight for this game. And if previous years are any indication, it's going to be a packed house for the championship game at 8 o'clock. That one misses ball one. Again, that is first federal taking on Wampler Property Management. One seed versus three seed. Wampler won this tournament in 2014 and 2015. As that one is hit on the ground to the first baseman, McLean, up with it over to first in time for out number two. Steinberg advances to third on the play. And one station away now is Matt Steinberg with two outs, and here's Jack Vasquez. Vasquez is the cleanup hitter, wears number four, plays first base, bats from the right side. So Wampler won this tournament in 14 and 15. Illinois American Water won it last year. And now to be clear, it's not the same players every year, just the same, same team sponsor swinging them as strike one. But we've got the uh, big CU Kiwanis Little League trophy sitting off to my left, and it is big, probably about four feet tall. You can tell it's been around for a while. It's got some wear and tear on it, but that adds to the fun. Wild pitch back to the screen, coming home and scoring is Steinberg. He slides in safely, and Campus Sportswear leads this ball game one to nothing here in the top of the first. Nice heads-up base running there by Steinberg as that one popped out of the glove of Daniels behind the plate, went all the way back to the screen. A lot of foul territory here at Zahn Park. It's a very well-maintained facility, and Steinberg was able to score easily. So it's one to nothing, top of the first. Campus Sportswear leads... They are batting here with two outs. Jack Vasquez at the plate. And a foul tip there. I beg your pardon, a swing and a miss. And it's a one and two count. This night has become a mainstay in the Champaign-Urbana community. Going back decades. Inside ball two, evens the count up. Draws out a great crowd. Not just family, but community members who want to come out and support the kids. Sometimes you get some local celebrities out. I know uh, former Champaign mayors have been out here. That one hit in the air. Shallow right field. The second baseman, Johnson, is going to range over to his left and make the catch for out number three. F4 on the scorecard if you're scoring at home. In the inning for campus, they get one, one, one run excuse me, on one hit, and they strand nobody. We head to the bottom of the first. Campus Sportswear leads one to nothing, and this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Back at the ballpark, CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400. Tim Dittman with you. Michael Kaiser will be alongside shortly. Third place game going on right now in the postseason tournament. We head to the bottom of the first. Campus Sportswear leads this ball game one to nothing. The home team, Plumbers, comes to bat, and they bring with them this lineup. Leading off and pitching is number five, Caleb Gollings. Batting second and catching is number nine, Layden Daniels. Batting third and playing center field is number 10, Harper Hartley. 
Batting fourth and playing first base is number 11, Parker McLean. Batting fifth and playing second base is number six, True Johnson. Batting sixth and playing shortstop is number four, Jack Miner. Batting seventh and playing right field is number three, Meadow Rungi. Batting eighth and playing third base is number 13, Devin Cunningham. And rounding out the lineup in left field is number two, Amaya Holmes. Defensively for Campus Sportswear, Dupre, Wynn, and Rouse left to right on the outfield. Thompson, Sikander, Timmons, Vasquez left to right on the infield. The battery is Matt Steinberg and Julian Kendrick. Steinberg getting his final warm-up tosses in. Bruce Springsteen playing on the speakers. Doesn't get much better than this. A beautiful night for baseball and see Kiwanis Little League. We'll have the championship game coming up at 8 p.m. First Federal taking on Wampler Property Management. Michael Kaiser has play-by-play for that game. I'll be alongside for analysis. Should be a good one. Also want to let you know the subs tonight for both teams. For Plumbers, Gabe Daniels will come off the bench at some point. He is a late call-up from the Farm League, we're told. If you're not familiar with CU Kiwanis Little League, different leagues, depending on the age level. Peanut League all the way up to where we're at here. And Mr. Daniels getting a chance to shine in the postseason at the top level. For Campus Sports, where their two subs tonight are Jacob MacArthur and Ethan Wakefield. About ready to get started here as Gallings will step in momentarily. Gallings, the pitcher, leadoff hitter, fouls that first one back to the screen. Gallings on Monday night went one for two with a single. His team trails one to nothing here in the bottom of the first. Plummer's the fourth seed at 12-5-1 in their first strike, 0-2. Campus, the seventh seed at 6-11-1. If you're wondering where those ones come from, there can be ties in the CU Kiwanis Little League. If you play a game at a field that doesn't have lights, and it's a tie ball game as that's fouled back, remains an 0-2 count. And if it goes late and it's a tie ball game, well, you got no other choice than to call the ball game. You can't play at night with no lights, and so that's how you... Get ties on your record. Gollings will step back in. Outside. And that evens the count up at 2-2. Two and two. Again, Matt Steinberg, your starting pitcher tonight for Plumbers. He helped his own cause in the top of the first. Had a one-out single and scored. Some aggressive base running by him. Here's the pitch in the dirt. Runs the count full. Campus Sportswear, as we mentioned uh, earlier, the Cinderella team of this tournament. They got a forfeit win in the opening round over Brewer and Russo back on June 19th. Brewer and Russo did not, not have enough players for that ball game. That one hit on a line foul down the third baseline. That one would have been extra bases for sure if it was just about five feet to the right. Good swing there, though, by Gollins. But again, Campus Sportswear got that forfeit victory in the opening round. Knocked off number two seed Kuhn 6-3 in the quarterfinals. And then lost to Wampler 7-2 on Monday night in the semis to get to this third place game tonight. In the dirt, and that will run the count full. So I beg your pardon before. I was one pitch ahead. Full count on Gallings here in the bottom of the first. Plumbers at bat, they trail this ball game one to nothing that one hit on the ground past the third baseman Thompson it's going to get into left field 
for a base hit. Gollings rounding first. Thought about taking second there, but decides better of it. And it's a leadoff single for Caleb Gollings. Nice piece of hitting there. Very patient. Waited for the pitch he wanted. Hit it right off the fat part of the bat. The road here for Plumbers. They got a 3-1 victory in the quarterfinals over Morgan Memorial Home. And then fell in the semifinals Monday to First Federal 4-1. First pitch in there for a strike to Layden Daniels. Daniels is the catcher, number two hitter. Where's number nine for the Plumbers? Bats from the right side. Plumbers trailed this ballgame 1-0, bottom of the first. No outs and a runner on first. Swing and a miss. Evens the count up at 1-1. One one. We play six in C. Kiwanis Little League, and this is the third place contest. We'll have the championship game at eight under the lights. First Federal taking on Wampler. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Outside, 2-1. Gollings dancing off first base there, keeping the defense honest. Daniels at the plate with Harper Hartley on deck. Of course, the kids don't actually stand in an on-deck circle for safety reasons. That one popped foul, and it's going to stay in play, or in the field of play, I should say, but foul down the first baseline. No one able to get to it. The catcher, Kendrick, gave chase, but wasn't able to get to it in time. As I mentioned earlier, Zahn Park is one of the premier facilities for CU Kiwanis Little League. This field is in great shape. Dirt infield, 200 to the alleys, 235 to center field. Outside. And that'll run the count full to 3-2. and two. Something I haven't seen in all the years I've been doing these games is they've got a large baseball painted on the grass out there in center field. It's a nice touch. That one fisted foul down the first baseline. In fact, the center fielder win is standing right on top of it as if it's a landing zone for an alien spaceship or something. Anyway, just a cool touch out here for the third place in championship games. And again, this is something that really the whole community rallies around. Always a fun night for the youngsters and the fans. That one hit on the ground to the third baseman. He boots it. It caroms over to the shortstop, Sikander. And by the time he comes up with it, he's not able to make a throw. Everyone's going to be safe. We'll score an infield single for Daniels. Gollings to second on the play. Plumbers has two on with nobody out here in the bottom of the first. It was a bit of a slow roller to Thompson, and he charged it. Wasn't able to get a clean play on it. It deflected to the shortstop, Sikander. And there was nothing really he could do. By the time he got to it, there was no play. So here's Harper Hartley, first pitch taken for ball one. He is the number three hitter, center fielder for the Plumbers. Where's number 10? Bats from the right side. Red helmet to complement the red sleeves on the uniform. Again, Plumbers in the blue, campus in the black. And Michael Kaiser has joined us out here at the ballpark. You're pulling double duty tonight, hosting sports talk and doing these games. Yeah. Good, good evening, though. Fun times. No, it really is. This is one of the most fun nights of the year. That's in the dirt ball, too. One of the most fun nights of the year for me as a broadcaster. People think I'm crazy when I say that, but I think these games are the exact right mix of fun and competition. And, hey, if you make a mistake, it's not like you're calling the Illini in the Rose Bowl. I think everyone will... Uh, We'll sleep easy at night. Yeah, most definitely. It's just a, it's a fun to be out here. I was not out here last year on the call for the champion, third, third place in championship game, so pleasure to be here. That one low to Hartley, and that's ball four, so that'll load him up with no outs here in the bottom of the first. Had to get through uh, champagne rush hour traffic to get here. And 
Yeah, and especially with it being construction season in the summer, you never know what you're going to get. But we're in the bottom of the first here in this third-place game. Campus Sportswear leads the Plumbers. One to nothing. Plumbers threatening, though. Bases loaded, and nobody out. Parker McLean at the bat. He has a 1-0 count on him. He's the cleanup hitter tonight. Plays first base, wears number 11. Bats from the right side. Swing and a miss. He wins the count up at 1-1. One one. Steinberg is your starting pitcher tonight. Matt Steinberg for Campus Sportswear. In a bit of trouble early, but... See if he can rebound. Certainly looking to keep that ball on the infield. Force out at any base. That one taken for a strike. Well, a key pitch there and a key moment to need to try to find a way to get a strikeout because any ball in play will probably score a run. McLean up with Johnson on deck. That one misses outside, not by much. I heard you talking about the windy conditions. It's very windy out here indeed. Kind of an open area here by the YMCA. Winds blowing out of the south at 20 miles per hour. Just blew over a chair to my right. Not a lot of tree covers. It's swing and a miss, strike three. McLean chases that one low. A bit unhappy with himself, but that's certainly okay. He'll have some more at-bats later in the ballgame. I know winds were gusting up to about 30 miles per hour earlier today, so it's... Definitely a windy night, and uh, like you mentioned earlier in the broadcast, I'm hoping to see one go over the fence in right field. Yeah, that would be quite the highlight as the first pitch is in there taken for a strike to True Johnson. Home runs are few and far between in CU Kiwanis Little League, but they do happen. They have a home run derby every year. I get that that's a controlled environment, but it just goes to show you that the kids are capable of hitting the long ball. That one line fouled on the first baseline. True Johnson at bat, number five hitter, wears number six, plays second base for Plumbers. They have the bases loaded with one out here in the bottom of the first trail. This ball game, one to nothing. Third place game. See you, Kiwanis Little League postseason. Championship game at eight. First Fed taking on Wampler. We'll have that game for you here on DWS. We're also streaming all these games at WDWS.com. And we're also going to podcast them there as well. They'll be up for 30 days if you want to relive all the magic. Taken for a strike. I recommend downloading to your computer yep. as well because, as you mentioned, only like 30 days. So once it's 30 days up, it's gone. So download to your desktop or a thumb drive or something. You can download it. You can uh, put it on your iPod. You can burn it to a CD. As that is strike three for True Johnson. A bit of confusion as to whether there was just one or two strikes before that at bat or before that pitch, I should say. But it is out number two. And after... Loading the bases, Plumbers have uh, gone down with a couple of strikeouts in a row here, and we'll see if Steinberg can work out of this jam. The first pitch for Jack Miner is taken for a strike. Miner, the number six hitter, plays shortstop for the Plumbers, wears number four, bats from the right side. White and blue, shiny helmet, looks almost new out of the box as that's fouled out of play behind us. Got the glare off the scoreboard in uh, right center field, makes it a little bit hard to read there, but still see it enough. Yeah, once the sun sets, uh, conditions will be a little better in that regard. As that one's in the dirt low, one and two the count. We've got, in case you're wondering, a three-man umpiring crew tonight, a patched crew. These are the guys who usually do these final games in Steve Kwanis Little League. That one's in the dirt. Back to the screen. Play at the plate is not going to be in time as Caleb Gollings comes in to score on the wild pitch. Daniels advances to third, Hartley to second, and this ballgame is tied up one-to-one. 
very early in this one, but at a dangerous time. Here the bases, you know, runners at second and third, they were loaded. So Miner will step back in with a 2-2 count, looking to do some more damage. Foul tip stays alive. Again, three-man umpiring crew tonight, all of them among the best in the biz. One of them, our good friend uh, Bruce Butler, works for the UC Sanitary District and has umpired Little League Baseball at close to the highest level, we're told. One step below the Little League World Series, so you know he knows what he's doing. Swing and a miss, strike three. Miner goes down to end the inning. Plumbers in the inning gets one run, and they do it on two hits, and they strand a couple. We head to the second. Ball game tied 1-1. One to one. This is Little League Baseball on DWS. Top of the second here at Zon Park. Little League Baseball on DWS. Third place game in the postseason tournament. Bracket-style single elimination tournament. This one all knotted up but one between Campus Sportswear and Plumbers and Pipefitters. Campus will... Send the five, six, and seven hitters to the dish this inning. Kendrick, Thompson, and Wynn. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser with you at the ballpark. Randy Offner is our studio engineer, making us sound good back at the radio ranch. And I forgot to thank Randy for his work on Sports Talk tonight, so yep. thank you, Randy, delayed. And one thing I was also forgot to mention during the uh, end of Sports Talk tonight, that I-74 accident still backing up traffic at a caller Reference in the traffic yeah. is even worse now than it was. So if you had an I-74 near Farmer City, I believe, is that correct? Yep, I-74 westbound. The accident occurred at milepost 155, which is just to the west of Farmer City, right by that uh, rest stop. And it's a crash involving a commercial motor vehicle and a state police vehicle. The trooper, we're told, was taken to the hospital by helicopter. So we certainly wish that person the best. Uh, we'll, we'll hope to get you more updates on that. Uh, at our website, WDWS.com. Uh, but, yeah, as far as your evening commute goes, you might want to avoid I-74 westbound if you're heading uh, maybe to Bloomington or to uh, Leroy. or uh, If you're going to Muhammad, you'll be okay. But uh, you might want to avoid I-74 westbound if you're going any further. All right, back to action here at the ballpark. Top of the second, ball game tied 1-1. One to -one. Here's Julian Kendrick. The atmosphere tonight with the music and the PA announcer. And uh, just, uh, I know uh, a former famous Illini PA announcer has been out here for this in uh, years past as well. Yeah, that being Jim Shepard. Mm -hmm. We'll see if he makes an appearance tonight, maybe for the championship game. Swing and a miss, strike one. No, but you're right, though. It, it really adds to the atmosphere. And it, it, you know, not to say that the kids don't feel like this is important to begin with, because I think they do, but it really sends the signal that, you know, wow. People really care about this. Is it mm -hmm. swinging a miss strike two? You know, it's almost like you're at a, a high school game or even a college game with, you know, the crowd, the big crowd, and the music, and the PA, and the game being on the radio. It's like you've hit the big time. High and inside, ball one, one and two the count on Kendrick. If you can handle a little bit of wind at your back tonight, come on out and enjoy the games. It's uh, support the kids, and you mentioned a pretty good crowd here so far. In the dirt outside. Two and two the count. Kendrick on Monday night in the semifinal went 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts. He did reach via a walk in the sixth inning. So looking for his first hit of the week. 1-1 one, one your score, top of the second. Campus at bat in there for a strike. And that's strike number three. One down. So here's Thompson. Thompson is the third baseman. Where's number five? Number six in the batting order. 
Also 0 for 2 on Monday night with a walk. Outside ball one. I want to thank the coaches for providing us with uh, all this information, lineups, and fun facts about the kids. It certainly makes the broadcast more fun. Here's the 1-0. Swing and a miss. Chased it high to even the count up at 1-1. One one. Caleb Gollings on the mound for the Plumbers. Both starting pitchers tonight, Steinberg and Gollings, were not the starting pitchers mm-hmm. on Monday night. So you got to think their arms are pretty fresh. There is a pitch limit in CU Kiwanis Little League. If we get to that point in the ballgame, we'll let you know about it. 2-1 count, and that one misses 3-1. One. 1-1 one, your score, top of the second. Third place game of CU Kiwanis Little League. If you're wondering, the winner of this game does get a trophy. Sitting off to my left here behind home plate. So they're not going to go home empty-handed, even though they're not playing for the championship. Swing and a miss there to run the count full. Winner of the championship game gets the Little League trophy that I'm looking at it here. See how far back the inscriptions go. They go back to, I think, at least the 70s. Is that ball four? It goes way back. And this is... This thing is a monstrosity. It goes all the way back to 1979 when Carters won the uh, postseason tournament. It is the Murphy Joe Glenn Traveling Trophy for CU Kiwanis Little League. That one hit on a line to the second baseman, Johnson. It's going to get by him into right field for a base hit. Rounding second and heading for third is Thompson, and he's going to be out at third base. That was, was a really close play there. And he looks like he may have slid in under the tag, but they're going to call him out. It was a really, really difficult call. Yeah, the uh, fans, at least on the campus side, didn't like that one. But as it stands, it's a one-out single for Tristan Wynn. He advances to second on the play. Thompson has retired on the base pass for out number two. So here's George Rouse. Swing and a miss. I beg your pardon. A foul tip for strike one. He's at bat with a runner on second. One out. Top of the second. This ball game tied one to one. George Rouse was a bench player on Monday night. Getting the start this evening. He went 0 for 2 on Monday. Strike out and a ground out. A little nubber back to the pitcher for out number three. Hit on a line, and Gollings didn't have much trouble with that one. L-0-1 in the scorebook if you're scoring at home, and that will do it for the inning. In the top of the second for campus, no runs on one hit, and they strand one. We head to the bottom of the second, tied up at one. This is Little League Baseball on DWS. We head to the bottom of the second, all tied up at one here in Little League Baseball action. News Talk 1400. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser with you at Zahn Park tonight. This is the third-place game between Campus Sportswear and Plumbers and Pipefitters Union Championship Game at 8. You can also hear it on DWS. First Federal taking on Wampler Property Management. In the bottom of the second, Plumbers will send the 7, 8, and 9 hitters to the plate. Meadow, Rungi, Devin Cunningham, and Amaya Holmes. Rungi and Holmes. A couple of females on the lineup tonight. See, Kiwanis Little League, predominantly young men, but 
there are some young women on the roster, and certainly in the games that I've done with uh, plumbers, I think this will be the third time I've done their games tonight. Meadow Rungi and Amaya Holmes have done very well, and that's not to say you wouldn't expect them to do well just because they're young ladies, but they uh, are certainly doing very well in what is primarily a young man's league here in CU Kiwanis Little League. Meadow Rungi, I remember, has had some really good cuts at the plate, and Amaya Holmes out there in right field has made a couple of good catches this season. So Rungi will step in, 1-1 score, bottom of the second. Rungi is the number seven hitter, plays right field. Where's number three? Bats from the right side. First pitch in there for a strike. Think I finally settled in with my lineup cards here. Very good. Joining the game in progress. Always, well, it's a challenge in itself when you're here on time <laughs> to, yeah. to get all the information. That ball is outside, ball one. And we don't want to make light of it. We appreciate the coaches getting everything. But sometimes you get to the ballpark with, you know, 15, 20 minutes before you go on the air. you got to get your equipment set up, get lineups in there for a strike. 0-2, oh I beg your pardon, 1-2 the count on Rungi. And then get it in your scorebook and get going. Now I just made us sound like prima donnas. I promise we're not. We're really not. We're really happy to be here in the dirt 2-2. Two and two. Amaya Holmes is a Cubs fan. Addison Russell, her favorite player. And she also likes to ride her hoverboard, we're told. I would probably crash and burn on one of those. Yeah, it I have well. no sense of balance whatsoever. It would not end Here's well. the 2-2 two -two inside. Runs the count full. Meadow Rungi at the plate for the Plumbers. Bottom of the second, 1-1 one, one is your score. Ball high, free pass down to first base for Meadow Rungi. So here's Devin Cunningham, number eight hitter, third baseman for Plumbers, wears number 13, bats from the right side. I don't know if we have any lefties in this ballgame, period. So I guess I could just dispense with that line there as... I think everyone's a righty tonight. That one in there for a strike taken. Devin Cunningham, Sox fan. Todd Frazier among his favorite players. We're also told he's a mean chess player as well. In the dirt for ball one. One and one the count. No outs, bottom of the second. One, one your score. Plumbers at bat with a runner on first. Swing and a miss. Runs the count to one and two. Championship game at eight. First Federal, the one seed. Wampler Property Management, the three seed. In a game you can hear right here on PWS. Swing and a miss. And that is out number one. Devin Cunningham made some great plays the other night at third base. Yes, he did. I mentioned it earlier. We've seen a lot of good defense this season in see Kiwanis Little League. Certainly that's something that the coaches have been emphasizing. Here's Amaya Holmes. First pitch catches the inside corner for strike one. Holmes, the number nine hitter, wears number two, plays left field. And I misspoke earlier when I said Meadow Rungi was the Addison Russell fan. That's actually Amaya Holmes. I was looking at the wrong sheet on my uh, scorecard here. Meadow Rungi is a Cubs fan. Now she's on first base. At the plate right now is Amaya Holmes. She's also Cubs fan. She's the Addison Russell fan, and she's the hoverboard rider. So we'll get that straight for you. 
I still can't ride a hoverboard. No, it, it, uh, yeah, regardless <laughs> of how I phrase it, I still can't ride a hoverboard either. Because that one's in there for a strike. 2-2 count on Holmes. 1-1 your score, bottom of the second. Plummer's the four seed. Campus the seven in this third place matchup. That one in the dirt outside runs the count full. And Rungi will advance to second on the play. The ball is really good in the air tonight. It's going to be difficult for the fielders as the wind is really whipping hard, as we mentioned. Now we get some dirt just kind of blowing through the air, kind of dust. It's really difficult for the fielders to play defense. The ball gets in the air. Called strike three right down Main Street out number two. Yeah, not a lot of cover. I mean, there are some trees out there in the outfield, but they don't provide a lot of cover. And like you mentioned, I don't know if it would matter anyway because the wind is at our backs. It's blowing out to center field. So certainly something to keep an eye on. Here's Caleb Gollings. First pitch in the dirt ball one. Rungi caught out there in no man's land between second and third. She finally decides to head for third. Lucky for her. The ball got away from Kendrick, goes all the way back to the screen, and Rungi is at third safely. In the dirt, that one takes a much better hop that time for Kendrick behind the plate. Hit the fence, bounced right back to him, prevented Rungi from going home. It's a 2-0 count. Runner on third, two outs, bottom of the second. 1-1, your score. Here's the 2-0. Inside, 3-0. Caleb Gollings is also a Cubs fan. Anthony Rizzo among his favorite players. And he likes to play the French horn, we're told. Here's the 3-0. That one hit in the air, right center field, and that's going to drop in for a base hit. RBI single for Caleb Gollings. He's 2-for-2 in this ballgame. Metal Rungi comes in to score, and Plumbers takes the lead 2-1. Good piece of hitting there. Just hit it over the second baseman's head. Dropped it into no man's land out there. And just out, out of the reach of the second baseman for the for the second run of the game. So here's Leighton Daniels. One for one in this ball game. Singled in the first. Plumbers leads 2-1. to one, Bottom of the second in this third place matchup. Outside. Gets out of the glove of... Kendrick, and that will allow Gollings to go to second base. And now he's going to try to take third, and he's going to be out. That was Thompson over there applying the tag, going across his body to get the tag on. And that will do it for the frame. One run, one hit, nobody stranded. We head to the top of the third. Plumbers lead 2-1, to one, and this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Top of the third, Campus Sportswear with some work to do. They led this ball game one to nothing, and now they trail two to one as we head to the third inning. Nine, one, and two hitters due up for the road team. Dupre, Timmons, and Steinberg. This is Little League Baseball on DWS. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser at Zahn Park in Champaign in the shadow of the Stevens Family YMCA. Beautiful facility and a beautiful night for baseball. Championship game at eight. First Federal taking on Wampler. We have one change to let you know about for the Plumbers. Number seven, Gabe Daniels, enters the ball game. He will bat ninth and play left field. He will replace Amaya Holmes. So now we have two Danielses in the lineup for Plumbers. Layden Daniels catching. Gabe Daniels out and left. 
One of the players out at second base just lost his his hat, True Johnson, to chase it down. Be a lot of that probably tonight. Yep, it is still a windy night. The wind has died down a little bit, but it is still a force to be reckoned with. Again, blowing out to center field. We haven't really seen it uh, play tricks on the outfielders to this point as we haven't really had a lot of fly balls to the outfield. But the night is young. We'll see how it goes. Gollings getting his final warm-up tosses in, and we'll get back to action shortly. Again, all these games are streaming at WDWS.com, and they'll be podcasted on demand at WDWS.com. Look for the podcast section on the homepage there and find the category for Little League Baseball. That's where you can find those. We encourage you to download them as well. Swing and a miss, strike one for Jacob Dupre. Jacob Dupre on Monday night went 0 for 1 with a fly out, looking for his first hit of the week. That's from the right side. That one hit on the ground to the second baseman. Johnson caroms off his glove into center field. Will give Dupre a single there, and he's on base to lead things off here in the third. Good start for campus. And as I always like to say, my scorecard is certainly not the official scorecard by any means, but I like to give the kids Mm -hmm. singles as opposed to giving more fielding errors than singles. If it's, you know, certainly a clear error, I'll mark it down in my book as such, but I want to give the batters a little bit of love tonight. I want to concentrate on the positives more than the negatives tonight. Here's Chris Timmons, leadoff hitter. He was hit by a pitch and retired on the base paths his first time at bat. Campus at the plate, top of the third. They trail this ball game 2-1. to one. In the dirt, gets away from the catcher, Daniels. Dupre heads to second base. Just enough space here, the, the backstop. The ball gets away from the catcher. That's probably an easy trip to second base or the next base for the people who are on base. Yep, I would venture to say, what, 15 feet of foul territory maybe? Something close to that. Directly behind home plate, maybe 10 to 15 feet. Outside, runs the count to 2-0. and I'll beg your pardon, 3-0. and Campus at the plate, top of the third. No outs and a runner on second. They trail this ballgame 2-1. to one. Winner gets the third-place trophy for CU Kiwanis Little League. And that's ball four high. So now runners on the corners with no... I beg your pardon, runners on first and second with nobody out. And we'll see what Steinberg can do. He's one for one in this ball game. Singled and scored back in the first. Starting pitcher tonight for Campus Sportswear. Campus Sportswear, the seven seed, 6-11-1. Plumbers, the four seed, 12-5-1. Campus knocked off the number two seed, Joseph Kuhn and company, in the quarterfinals. Lost in the semifinals to get to this third place game tonight. Here's the 1-0. That one skied foul out of play down the first baseline. A lot of youngsters out here just playing, having a good time. A few people with their dogs. Always a fun time for Little League Championship Night. That one fouled back to the screen, runs the count to one and two. If you can make it out here for the 8 o'clock game, we certainly encourage you to do so. It is a sight to behold, usually a very... Big crowd, loud crowd. The players get into it as well with the big trophy on the line. 
it's really just a community celebration of all good things. Baseball, and that one ripped in the right, beg your pardon, left center field for a base hit. And the runners are going to advance one station each. Dupre to third. Timmons to second. And now a throwing error, and that's going to allow Dupre to come in to score. I think the Plumbers' defense had a bit of trouble getting that ball in. Timmons will advance to third on the play. We will score at a single for Steinberg, and then he advances to second base. So it's now a 2-2 ball game, two runners on with nobody out here in the top of the third. It looked like, you know, the play was pretty much dead. They had the ball back near the infield, and I, I misplayed, threw it back to the pitcher. I'm not sure what took place. Yeah, I'll be honest. I thought the play was over, too, as that first pitch is in there to Charlie Sikander. I was looking down and marking the play in my scorebook, and then the next thing I know, the ball is right in front of us in foul territory by first base. And that allowed Dupre to come in to score. So it's a 2-2 ball game. And that one is going to get fair down the first baseline. Nope, beg your pardon, rolls foul. It hit in fair territory, a little humpback liner. And it's a long strike for Sikander. Oh, just a great play by the first baseman, Parker McLean, to, to let that one roll foul because it had a backspin on it that was pretty clear that it was going to go foul. So, again, 2-2 your score, top of the third. Nobody out, two runners on for campus as there's swing and a miss strike three Sikander goes down for out number one and here's Jack Vasquez Vasquez the first baseman cleanup hitter for campus 0 for 1 in this ball game flew out to the second baseman his first time at bat he has a chance to drive in a couple here 2-2 your score top of the third you play 6 and see Kiwanis Little League in the dirt for ball one. Caleb Gollins in need of another strikeout here to keep those two runners at bay at second and third base. Fouled back for strike one. That one got the tip of the uh, mask for our home plate umpire. He appears to be okay. Jack Vasquez on Monday night going one for three with an RBI single and a run. Chance to drive in a couple here. Campus led one to nothing. And now tied up two to two. That one misses for ball two. Two and one the count. Caleb Gallings out there on the mound for the Plumbers. He's had decent stuff early. Here's the pitch. That one hit in the air right center field. Rungi going back, and she's not going to be able to get to it. That's going to get all the way to the wall. One run is going to come in to score. That's Timmons. Here's Steinberg rounding third and coming in. Safe at third is Vasquez. It's a two-RBI triple, and Campus leads this ballgame 4-2. to two. What a great piece of hitting there by Jack Vasquez. Just drilled the ball into right center field. And the wind may have aided that one just a little bit, but he absolutely crushed the ball anyway. And uh, really, the, the outfielder, Meadow Rungi, had no shot to get to that baseball. Yeah, Rungi had a good beat on it, but it went over her head by about two or three feet, rolled all the way to the wall. Timmons and Steinberg were able to score easily. Vasquez at third. He's now got three RBI on the week. And Campus leads this ball game four to two. 
Here's Julian Kendrick. First pitch in there for a strike. Kendrick 0 for 1 with this ball game with a strikeout. 0 for 3 on the week. Looking for his first hit. Maybe drive in another. That one back to the screen. Wild pitch coming in and scoring without a throw is Jack Vasquez. So make it a 5-2 ball game. Four runs third inning here for Campus Sportswear. Caleb Gollings maybe can now relax a little bit out there on the mound with nobody on base and try to settle down a little bit and get out of this inning. Yep, all he has to do is focus on the batter now. One out, base is empty. Campus has played at four. As Michael just mentioned here in the top of the third, they lead this ball game 5-2. to two. Low and outside for ball two. Two and one the count on Julian Kendrick. Just looking at Gollings' body language out there, he does not appear to be rattled. In there for a strike. Two and two the count. Getting some encouragement from his uh, teammates in the dugout. The campus sportswear dugout is, I got to say, quite lively tonight. They are up, up against the fence. Yelling and screaming in a respectful way, of course. That one fouled back to the screen. Remains a two and two count. But it's good to see the enthusiasm for... A team that is not playing for the championship. You can tell they're taking this game just as seriously as they would be if they were playing at 8 o'clock. They want to finish the season strong yep. here in 2017. Here's the 2-2. Outside runs the count full. You know, my old high school baseball coach used to always say there's only two teams in all of IHSA in your class that will get to end the season on a win. That one hit on the ground to the second baseman. Johnson up with it, over to first in time. Nice play there by True Johnson for the 4-3 to three put out. But he used to say there's only two teams that will end the season on the win, the winner of the championship game and the third-place game. So you're in rare company if you do that. So certainly you don't want to take that third-place game lightly and say, ah, if I'm not playing for the big trophy, it doesn't matter. You want to take that one seriously, and I think both teams are doing that so far tonight. Really easy to have a letdown after losing in the semifinals. Swing and a miss, strike one there to Thompson. It's not always easy to come back from losing in the final four. Thompson walked and was retired on the base pass his first time at bat. Foul tip, strike two. Thompson on the week, 0 for 2. He has reached base twice via the walk. 5-2, 5-2, Campus Sportswear leads this ball game. Top of the third, two outs, nobody on. They've played it four in the frame. Thompson looking to keep the hit train going. Outside, didn't miss by much. One and two the count. What a finish to the season by Campus Sportswear, no matter how this game ends tonight. You know, being down and out, and someone made it all the way to the semifinals. Yep, upset the number two seed, Joseph Kuhn. That one skied on the infield. The third baseman, Cunningham, not able to get a glove on it. Wonder if the Sun played tricks on him there. We will score that one a single for Thompson. Could have been the win, aiding that one moving a little bit as well. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, combination of the win and the Sun. So it's a two-out single for Thompson, and here's Tristan Wynn. Wynn, the center fielder, singled back in the second. He is 1 for 4 on the week, went 0 for 3 on Monday. Little dribbler back to the pitcher there. Gollings up with it, throws to first, not in time. Win legs out an infield single. 
Good hustle down the line by Tristan Wynn. The manager of campus is Fred Wynn. Yeah, great job there to not give up on the play. And now the umpires are going to confer on this one. Home plate umpire and first base umpire are going to get together. And it looks like the call is going to stand. Not sure exactly what they were talking about there, but everything stays the way it is. So it's win on first, Thompson on second, two outs, top of the third. Campus leads this ballgame 5-2, and George Rouse will head to the plate. 0-for-1 in this ballgame with a line-out in inning number two. Gollings looking to get out of the jam here. That one in the dirt. Ball one gets back to the screen. Runners will advance one station each. Thompson to third, win to second. They don't have the beauty of instant replay. No, they do not. <laughs> so whatever they call on the field is most likely going to stand unless another umpire had a better angle. Here's the 1-0. Loeb 2-0. George Rouse, we told you on Monday night, his dad is a former Illini football player, so a neat connection there. On the Sugar Bowl team. On Patrick the Sugar Rouse. Bowl team, that's yep. right. High and outside, 3-0. The last team to win a Big Ten championship for Illinois football. How much longer will they lay claim to that fame? Hopefully not too much Hopefully longer. Hopefully not too much longer. No offense, Patrick, but I'd like for another Big Ten title to come to Champaign sometime soon. Ball four. Rouse takes the free pass, and that'll load him up. We're actually going to be talking to uh, Coach Ron Turner on Friday Sports Talk. Bob Osmussen and I have arranged that. So Very nice. He uh, just got a job as, I don't know, the exact title, uh, uh, advisor or consultant for the Carolina Panthers, where his son coaches. And he's got some other uh, connections with the staff there. Coached with them when he was with the Bears. So we'll talk to him about that, about the Illini. Swing and a miss, strike one to Dupre. I'm also told that Bob and Ron are writing a book about Ron's life. Well, that's And coaching good. career. So we'll talk about that, too. I bet you the story of Kurt Kittner throwing the ball into the stands <laughs> of the MicronPC.com will be in that book. Foul back to the screen. That Campus. A, that was a 63-21 final for the Illini victory in that bowl game back in 1999 over Virginia. Campus has batted around in this inning. Dupre batting for the second time. He singled and scored to lead things off. 5-2 to two is your score. Campus has the bases loaded with two outs here in the top of the third. And an 0-2 count on Dupre. Swing and a miss, strike three. And that will do it for the inning. For campus, they get four runs. They do it on four hits, and they strand three. We head to the bottom of the third. Campus leads 5-2, to two, and this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Plumbers with some work to do here in the bottom of the third. They trail this ball game 5-2. to two. It's Little League Baseball here on DWS. Third place game of the postseason. Plumbers comes to bat with the two, three, and four hitters, Daniels, Hartley, and McLean. Campus Sportswear, the seven seed, plated four runs in the top of the third to get us where we are right now. Five to two is your score. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser at the ballpark. And we're not done after this one. Championship game, the main event, as it were, at 8 p.m. 
It'll be the number one seed, First Federal, taking on the number three seed, Wampler Property Management. Wampler looking for its first, or I beg your pardon, its third title in the last four years. They won in 14 and 15. As uh, Marcus Jackson said on Sports Talk tonight, uh, Dynasty. Or was that you? That was Marcus. I'll, was Marcus, I'll give yeah. him the credit on yes. that. I might steal it later, but I'll give Marcus the credit. Yeah, you said just like the Patriots. Right. Here's Daniels. First pitch misses ball one. Daniels one for one in this ball game with a single. Layden Daniels, we are told, is a Cardinals fan. That one hit in the air. Shallow right center field. That's going to get over the shortstop's head. Sikander for a base hit. Daniels with a leadoff single. Another good piece of hitting there. Just hitting it where the fielder was not. Hitting it over the shortstop's head. Charlie Sikander, as you mentioned, had no chance to get to that one. This ball was too far out on the grass. So here's Hartley. First pitch misses for ball one. Gets back to the screen. Allows Daniels to head to second base. We're getting some substitutions here for campus. We'll let you know those when we have a moment. Pitch number two misses, 2-0 and the count. It's still a windy night, as you can probably hear. Our papers are blowing around in our broadcast booth in there for a strike, 2-1. and one. And when we say booth, we meant a rudimentary table behind home plate, but we still like it. 5-2. Campus leads the Plumbers, bottom of the third. That one in the dirt gets back to the screen. Daniels moves to third base. Plumbers batting. Trailing this ballgame 5-2 in the bottom of the third. No outs and a runner on third. Harper Hartley with a 3-1 count. Changes Ethan Wakefield is in for George Rouse and right. And then Jacob MacArthur is in for Jacob Dupre. Hit on the ground to the shortstop. Sikander over to first with it in time. Coming home and scoring is Layden Daniels. So make it a 5-3 ballgame. And Hartley is retired 6-3 for out number one. Good play there by the shortstop, Charlie Sikander. Really had no play at home, and Smartly just went to get the guaranteed out over at first base. So here's Parker McLean. He has a 1-0 count. And I beg your pardon, this is Harper Hartley at the plate. I have my... I am off by one batter. Oh, okay. So we'll get that straightened out. So it was Caleb Gollins that let off the inning then. I believe that's correct. In there for a strike. It is a 2-2 count. 5-3 your score, bottom of the third. That one misses, runs the count full. Parker McLean is on deck, but there's no on-deck circle in Little League Baseball, but he'll be the next hitter. That one hit on a line to the shortstop. Sikander caroms off his glove. It's going to get all the way to the wall. 
And that is going to be a double. He's going to try and stretch it into a triple, and he's in there safely underneath the tag. Nice job there by Harper Hartley. He's hustling around the bases, and when you know you're going to try for third out of the batter's box, it gives you a great chance to reach third base, and he was just motoring around the bases and slid it just under the tag. If he'd have been a hair slower, he would have been out, making the you know, second out of the inning at third base. So here is True Johnson. And that one gets back to the screen. Coming home and scoring is Harper Hartley. And it's a 5-4 to four ball game. And I'm trying to make sense of these batters here. The lineup switched a little bit. It, on us. it seems like the lineup switched a little bit on us, and no one told us. So I believe I was correct in that Layden Daniels led off with a single and scored, and then it was a six-three put out, and I believe that was Parker McLean. Little dribbler back to the pitcher Steinberg up with it over to first. The throw is high. True Johnson is going to go to second safely. So we'll give him an infield single there. So I, I want to say Harper Hartley and Parker McLean flip-flopped, but I'm not 100% on that. That might be correct. As they're number 10 and number 11, so one number off, you could maybe forgive me for getting a little confused there. Well, the lineup card, you know, says... Harper and then Parker, so it would have had to a flip-flop in some capacity. They gave us the lineup card and then changed it. That wow. one gets back to the screen. A 2-0 count on Jack Miner. Either way, we know it's a 5-4 ball game in the bottom of the third. That we know for certain. And a runner on third, that is number 6, True Johnson. That one hit in the air right field, and that's going to get fair down the third base line. Coming in and scoring is True Johnson. It's an RBI single for Jack Miner, and this ball game is tied. How about that? I think this is the third time this ball game has been tied tonight. It's a tremendous job by Plumbers in this third inning to just chip away and get some hits and not try to get too much at once, and just taking what the pitcher has given them. And they have, as you mentioned, tied this game. We've got a whole new ball game here at Zon Park in Champaign. Four hits in the inning, and we are going to have a pitching change here. So we'll take a timeout, let you know who the new pitcher is when we come back. This is Little League Baseball on DWS. The new pitcher for Campus Sportswear is Chris Timmons, number 10. He comes in from second base to pitch. Steinberg will exit. He will go to third base. We'll try to get the rest of these defensive changes for you momentarily as it looks like Jeremiah Thompson has moved over to second base and I think that will complete the changes. In there for a strike to Metal Rungi. She's got an 0-2 count on her. Campus with a or Plumbers with a great opportunity to take the lead here. Misses ball one. The book is still open on Steinberg, but we'll get you his preliminary numbers momentarily. That one misses high. Ball 
That one hit on the ground, and that is going to get past the shortstop, Sikander, for a base hit. He was actually able to knock it down, but wasn't able to make a play on it. It'll be an RBI single for Meadow Rungi. Jack Miner comes in to score, and Plumbers lead this ballgame 6-5. Good piece of hitting there by Meadow Rungi. You can hear it off the bat. She yeah. hit it really hard off the bat, hard enough to get by the shortstop who was kind of diving for the ball. Charlie Sikander just could not corral it and really had no chance to get Jack Miner home. He thought about it and wound back up and kept a hold of the ball then threw it to the pitcher. So here's Devin Cunningham swinging a miss for strike one. The numbers on Steinberg, he goes two and a third, faces 15 batters, gives up six runs on seven hits, two walks, five strikeouts. Swinging a miss, strike two. Cunningham 0 for 1 in this ballgame with a strikeout. Swing and a miss. And that is strike three, two down. Yeah, only the second out of the inning. And Plumbers has really had a good inning here. Sitting near the entire lineup to the plate with four runs and two outs. One runner aboard. This has really been a back and forth affair. Tied at one, tied at two, tied at five. And now Plumbers leads 6-5. to five. So here's Gabe Daniels. And first pitch he sees is going to get him on the, looks like the shin or the ankle. Yeah, he's clutching his uh, right shin. Does not feel good, especially at a young age, to get hit by a baseball. Yeah, and at this age you're probably not wearing any protectors down there. And a nice show of sportsmanship there by Timmons to... Come in and pat him on the bat and say, hey, no harm, no foul. Hope you're doing okay. So Gabe Daniels, uh, his first at bat of the night coming off the bench, he gets plunked and he will head to first base. Welcome to the game. Yeah, welcome to the show. I'm sure he would take a win over maybe not getting a hit. I believe this is Caleb Gollins' first at bat. That's that's who uh, was announced on the PA, so... And we're going to have a pinch runner here as Cunningham is going to come in for Daniels. Probably a good move with Daniels a little gimpy. And I see number five at the plate, so that is indeed Gollings. There was a bit of confusion as to who let off. But uh, Gollings is batting here, the ninth batter to come to the plate here in the bottom of the third. Plummer's batting. They lead this ballgame 6-5. to five. This is third-place action in CU Kiwanis Little League. The new pitcher is Timmons for Campus Sportswear. That one misses high. Nice snag there by Kendrick behind the dish. 1-0. We were mentioning earlier Caleb Gollings is a fan of Anthony Rizzo. Is That one is hit on a line and caught by the shortstop, Sikander. Nice job there going down to his knees to make the catch for... Out number three. Line out six on the scorecard if you're scoring at home. So for campus, I beg your pardon, for plumbers in the inning, they get four runs. They do it on four hits, and they strand one. We head to the top of the fourth. Plumbers lead this ballgame 6-5, to five, and this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Top of the fourth, back and forth affair in this third-place game in CU Kiwanis Little League. Campus Sportswear will send the top of the order to the plate, trailing 6-5. to five. It'll be Tim and Steinberg and Sikander. Hope you're enjoying yourself on this Wednesday night here in Champaign-Urbana and beyond. 
Maybe you're listening to us from out of state on the stream. We often get a lot of family members doing that. We appreciate you tuning in. And we'll see what campus can do here. Can the Cinderella season continue? And we are told that Layden Daniels and Caleb Gollings are switching for the plumbers. So Gollings is your new catcher. Layden Daniels, number nine, is your new pitcher. Thanks to the coaching staff for letting us know about that. So we will get to the numbers on Gollings momentarily as he will go three innings. And Daniels will get some warm-up tosses in here before we get back to action. I guess they're staying in the same spot of the order, just switching. We can only hope. On the defensive side of things, we'll figure that out the next time we see them come to the plate. But we have the numbers. We so. do. That's about the best way to identify kids in Little League. We're not is, familiar with, uh, with you know, their faces right. too much. There's just so many little kids that we run into. And the changes that we were earlier told about for campus, Wakefield is now batting eighth. And I believe MacArthur is ninth. Is that right, Michael? That is correct. So Ethan goes in for George Rouse, and Jacob MacArthur goes in for Jacob Dupre. All right. Very good. So the first pitch is in there for a strike to Chris Timmons. As we are scrambling here to update our scorecards, I hope you bear with us. It's not like the major leagues where they announce those things. No. They got long TV timeouts, and we don't have those. The final numbers for Caleb Gallings is that one is hit on the ground back to the pitcher. Daniels will pick it up and throw it over to first. Throw is a bit offline, but McLean over there is able to get his foot on the bag in time for out number one. It goes one to three for out number one. So the final numbers for Gallings, who again has moved to catcher now. He goes three innings, faces 18 batters. Five runs, six hits, two walks, or beg your pardon, three walks, and two strikeouts. First pitch in there for strike one to Matt Steinberg. Campus is going to need to get something going here. Trailing by that run. Off-speed pitch, and that had Steinberg fooled. He actually fell down to his knees there for strike number two. Kind of waited to swing and kind of hung out there waiting for the ball to get there. Check swing. He is able to hold up, and it's ball two. No one called down to first base umpire to see if he did check his swing. He did fall across the plate. Lane Daniels, tall, lanky ball player. That one hit in the air, shallow center field. Coming in is the center fielder, Hartley. He's unable to make the catch, and it'll be a one-out single for Matt Steinberg. Now batting Charlie Seekander. But we'll see what Charlie Sikander can do. Looking for his first hit of the night. Ground out and a strikeout in this ball game. Harper Hartley was coming in on it. Hat blew off of his head as he was coming. He was running into the wind and just wasn't able to corral that one. Outside ball one. 
Sikander on the week is two for five with a couple of singles. Top of the fourth. Is that as high? Ball two. Campus at bat. They trail this ball game six to five. We play six innings in CU Kiwanis Little League. We'll have a break after this one and then the championship game. First Fed and Wampler. We'll have that game for you here on the air, so stick with us. That one in the dirt. Runs the count to 3-0. One out here in the top of the fourth with a runner on first. That is Steinberg. In the dirt. That is ball four, and that will allow Steinberg to go to second. He would have gone anyway, but it was a live ball as it got out of the glove of Gallings. Sikander takes the free pass to first, and now it's runners on first and second with one out. Gollins took his eye off of it just a moment uh, right as he was coming to catch it, and that uh, caused him to miss the ball, but it didn't matter because of the walk, as you said. So here's Jack Vasquez, a little humpback liner on the infield. The second baseman, True Johnson, no problem with that one, squeezes it in his glove for out number two. And we'll see what Julian Kendrick can do. He's also looking for his first hit of the night. Strikeout and a ground out. Julian, the catcher for this campus squad, is a trail by a run here in the fourth inning. He's threatening with two runners aboard. First pitch misses high, ball one. 6-5, your score, top of the fourth. Campus at bat, trailing. They led this ball game, one nothing. as that one is in the dirt for a ball. It allows the runners to advance one station each. Led one to nothing, then the game was tied up one to one. Plumbers took the 2-1 lead. And campus tied it up 2-2, two to two, ultimately led 5-2. to two. Is That one is going to get out of play right by us. Not too far behind us. Usually because we're right up against the fence, it doesn't come straight down. But that's about as close as it might come, hopefully. It was a, a five, crash on the table. Yeah. Maybe. Then that's us ducking for cover. It was a 5-2 to two ball game, and then Plumbers retook the lead, and they lead 6-5 to five now. 3-1 count on Kendrick. couple runners in scoring position with two outs here in the top of the fourth. One swing of the bat here could give Campus the lead once again. That one hit in the air. Shallow right field. The shortstop going back on it. That is minor. He squeezes it in the glove for out number three. In the inning for Campus, no runs on one hit, and they strand a couple. We head to the bottom of the fourth. Plumbers lead 6-5, and this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Bottom of the fourth, Plumbers looking for some insurance here. Third place game in C. Kiwanis Little League Baseball action. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser on the call. Randy Offner back at the Radio Ranch. Two, three, and four hitters due up for Plumbers in the inning. And again, they lead this ball game 6-5. Championship game comes your way at 8. First fed and Wampler. So don't go anywhere. Keep your radio on. Try to get you up to date on the defensive changes for campus as they had two people inserted into their lineup earlier. As I'm trying to look in the outfield out there, it looks like number one Ethan Wakefield is out in the left. And then that would put number seven, Jacob MacArthur, out in right. So those are the defensive changes for campus. 
We'll get back to action here shortly. Michael, did you play Little League Baseball? I did not. I was not able to play baseball. I did. I was never any good. They'd either stick me in right field or at third. I did a little, I did pitch a few games. I sucked at basketball, which was not very good at, and soccer, okay, which I was a little bit better at. But baseball, I just with my eyesight issues, I just could not see a baseball coming at me fast. I'd, tr- I'd trouble my depth perception of exactly where the ball was at. I'd think the ball was there, and then I need to wait a little bit longer, and then swing, and then I might hit it. But you mentioned soccer; that has really exploded in popularity with the youth. In recent years, arguably, as that one is ripped foul down the third baseline, arguably the most popular youth sport in Illinois today. You can maybe throw baseball, basketball in there as well. I think football may be coming a little less popular due to the stigma surrounding the head injuries. But, uh, hey, as long as the kids are having a good time, that's what matters. That's skied foul out of play. And a nice catch by the... Fan up there, top row of the bleachers. Good job. He does not get to keep it as a souvenir, though. Way to be alert. He's got to return that ball to the, to the field. No, we were mentioning our memories of playing uh, Little League Baseball. I remember one time I was playing at third base. This was a game in Ellsworth, Illinois, which is a tiny village in McLean County. I'll tell you the rest of the story momentarily here. As that one is hit on a line into right center field for a base hit, that's going to get all the way to the wall. Extra bases for Layden Daniels. He's going to round second. He's going to get to third easily, standing up. A leadoff triple for Layden Daniels. He's going to round third. He's heading for home. He's safe. Inside the park, home run for Layden Daniels. Wow, just what what a great base running effort there by Layden Daniels. Just kept going, and then he hesitated around third base. His coach, maybe their base coach, hesitated for a moment as well. They went ahead and sent him because it was taking a long time to get the ball back in. And Lane Daniels scored just barely. The catcher was unable to, to grab the baseball, Julian Kendrick. And I'm trying to get a look at the jersey number here because this is where the confusion came into play last time. I think this is number 11, Parker McLean. And that one is inside ball one. Turn our way. It's either 10 or 11, which means they would have switched spots in the yeah, lineup. Yeah, originally Harper Hartley was number three in the lineup. Parker McLean was number four. Foul tip. I didn't know you were allowed to. But it looks like two guys in a lineup like that. It looks like they have switched. So we'll try to keep track of this as best we can. One-one count. In the dirt, ball two. To finish that story, I was playing at third base and got a liner right at me. And for some reason, I tried to block it with my right hand, which is my non-glove hand. It hit me right on my index finger. Ouch. And my tip of the index finger turned purple. Strike called on the outside corner. The fingernail, I hope I'm not being too graphic here. You might be. The fingernail eventually fell off. Okay. The entire nail. that's enough. And that was my uh, Little League injury story. Outside runs the count full. Sorry if I just made you lose your lunch to everyone listening at home. Or dinner. Or 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 dinner, as it were. 
that's painful. Anyway, no major injuries to speak of tonight, thankfully. Swing and a miss, strike three. And it's one down in the inning. And this is Harper Hartley coming up, so they did switch. Now batting Jack Miner. No, that's not Jack Miner. Uh, yeah. And even the PA announcer is a little confused. Might have been able to pick that up on your speakers at home. Swing and a miss, strike one there on an off-speed pitch. Is it a case where they made subs during the game? They've they've actually changed two guys in the lineup from what their lineup card says. Two starters have flip-flop spots. Swing and a miss, strike two. Well, if you're the parents of Harper Hartley and Parker McLean and you're listening to this ball game. I hope you can cut us a little bit of slack. We're doing the best we can. It is just baseball after all. As that's fouled back to the screen, it remains an 0-2 count. I was not here when the game started, when the lineups were given, so I was did not get a chance to see in the first inning, really. We are, yeah. We're looking at the lineup right now, and it says Hartley 3, McLean 4, but now it is Hartley in the 4 spot. So swing and a miss, strike 3, 2 down. Now batting True Johnson. And this is True Johnson. That's correct. We he has that he has not moved to our knowledge. No. Well, inside the park home run in this inning by Plumbers. It's given them a two-run cushion in the bottom of the fourth inning. And all the insurance runs you need this late in the game. Outside, ball one to Johnson. He's one for two in this ball game. Singleton scored in the third. Plumbers leads seven to five here in the bottom of the fourth. We play six in Little League this one for the third place trophy. Plumbers the four seed, 12-5-1. Campus, as that's fouled out of play. Actually, it stays in play, but a foul ball down the first baseline. Campus the seven seed, 6-11-1. Highlight of their postseason was knocking off the number two seed, Joseph Kuhn, in the quarterfinals. Both of these teams lost in the semifinals on Monday to get where they are. That one hit in the air. Center field going back on it is the center fielder win. He makes the catch for out number three. Nice job out there by Wynn. In the inning, one run, one hit, none left. Seven to five, your scores. We head to the top of the fifth. Plumbers lead campus. And this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Top of the fifth. Campus Sportswear with some work to do. They trail seven, five. Six, seven, eight hitters due up. Thompson, Wynn, and Wakefield. This is Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser at the ballpark. Zahn Park, to be specific, in southwest Champaign. Randy Offner is running the controls back at the Radio Ranch. Winner gets the third-place trophy. Ends their season on a win. Campus Sportswear looking to claw back and end that Cinderella season on a high note. Plumbers with the 7-5 lead looking to finish on a high note themselves. And again, the main event tonight is at 8 p.m. roughly. It'll probably be a little bit past 8 p.m., depending on how much longer this one goes. First Federal taking on Wampler for the championship trophy. That's a game you can hear right here on DWS. Michael Kaiser will have play-by-play duties for that matchup. So we got some defensive changes. Cave Gollings, unless I missed that, is now at first base. That is correct. We were told he is catching, but apparently that only lasted one inning. So Gallings is at first. Let's see who the pitcher is here. Make sure we get that right. That is Layden Daniels. So he's still pitching. 
All right, so then the question is, where did Parker McLean go? Devin Cunningham still over at third. Swing and a miss, strike one there by Thompson. Jack Miner still at shortstop. True Johnson still at second. Can't see the number out on the right fielder. My eyesight's not that good. That's number three out there, Meadow Rungi, so no change there. Is it number... It. My guess is that Parker McLean is now catching. I think all the other numbers are the same. Slow roller past the shortstop. Actually, more hit on a line. I don't want to shortchange him. The play at second is not going to be in time, so it's a leadoff double for Jeremiah Thompson. So, again, our best guess now is that McLean is behind the dish. Is that in... Gabe Daniels is in left still then. I believe I see number seven out there, so I believe that's correct. Harper Hartley in center. Ball outside to Tristan Wynn. 7-5 Campus Trails. They are batting here in the top of the fifth. Swing and a miss, strike one. They have a runner on second with nobody out. Threatening again here. It's been a back-and-forth affair. This game's been tied three times. That one hit in the air. Going to stay on the infield. True Johnson, the second baseman, gloves it for out number one. Good job by True Johnson to stay under that one. And now a rundown between second and third as Thompson is in no man's land. And he's going to try to retreat to third, turn around, and he's going to be tagged out. You could tell the minute they got him in a run down there that he probably wasn't going to have the greatest results, and that's no disrespect to Thompson, but if you get in a run down really at any level, the numbers are against you. Yeah, and, uh, and Palmer's really executed that well and did what they were supposed to do, ran him back into another player as far as they can, tossed it back, and just were very under control and didn't rush it because when you get into a rundown like that, you could potentially rush the throw to your teammate and then lead to a wild throw, and then the runner continues to the next base. But really, textbook work there by the Summers and Pipefitters defense. So here's Ethan Wakefield swinging a miss, strike one, chased it low. Wakefield coming off the bench, his first at-bat of the night. Base is empty now with two outs. Campus has got to hope that one doesn't come back to bite them as they had a runner in scoring position there. Chance to maybe tie the ball game up. As it stands now, Wakefield with an 0-2 count. That's from the right side. Swinging a miss, strike three, and that will do it for the inning. No runs, one hit, none left. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Plumbers lead this ball game 7-5, and this is Little League Baseball on DWS. Plumbers looking for some insurance here. We head to the bottom of the fifth, Little League action. Plumbers lead this ball game 7-5 over Campus Sportswear. This is the third place game in CU Kiwanis Little League. It'll be the 6, 7, and 8 hitters due up for the Plumbers. Meyer, Rungi, and Cunningham. Hope you've enjoyed the ball game so far, no matter where you're listening from or how you're listening. Championship game, shortly after 8 o'clock, first fed and Wampler. A game you can hear right here on News Talk 1400. The last five champions for CU Kiwanis Little League look like this. Illinois American Water won in 2016. Wampler won in 15 and 14. So they're looking for their third championship in four years. Different players, mind you, but same sponsor. Dodds won in 2013, and Aaron's won 
in 2012. One of the teams we're seeing right now, Campus Sportswear, won back in 2010. I'm trying to see if Plumbers and Pipe Fitters is on here. And I do not see them. Had different sponsors over the years. Some of them uh, stay from year to year. First Fed, Bacon and Van Busker, Dodds. Coons, Dodds, etc. But just looking at back, some of the good ones. Meyer, uh, Lini Pella, Carter's, Pepsi Cola, Insurance Risk Managers. That's an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> What's your team name? Insurance. The insurance risk risk managers, people like to go skydiving and jump off of cliffs. Yeah. Those people are hard to insure. Colonial Pantry, Mid-State, Lincoln Square, fouled out of play. That's going to stay in play, I beg your pardon. It played a trick on me, and that's the third baseman over there. I believe that's Steinberg making the catch. That is number 12, Matt Steinberg, yep. making the catch in foul territory for out number one. Great play. So that's Jack Miner retired. Here's Meadow Ruggy. Foul back to the screen. Brownfield Sports also on the trophy. Champaign National Bank, Christie Clinic. A lot of banks on here. Busey Bank, Bank Run, Matt's Auto Recycling. The trophy is out here, by the way, on public display if you want to come take a look at it. It's pretty neat. Meadow Rungi is a run and an RBI single back in the third inning, a run in the second inning. Yep, she's done very well tonight, looking to get her team some insurance. She's got a 2-1 count on her. And the pitch from Timmons. Change up, foul tip, strike two. One out here in the bottom of the fifth. Plumbers at bat. They lead this ballgame 7-5. We play six in Little League. That one low. Runs the count full. So in the top of the sixth for campus, it'll be do or die time. They need two runs to keep this one going. If this game is any indication, they are not going to go quietly. As that's ball four, Meadow Rungi draws the free pass. This game was tied 1-1, one 2-2, to 5-5, one, two to two, five to five, and now... Plumbers lead 7-5. Devin Cunningham will step into the batter's box. 0 for 2 tonight. couple of strikeouts. Got a runner on with one out. Swing and a miss, strike one. Cinderella's story came to an end in the semifinals on Monday night for campus sportswear. But they would still like that third-place trophy. Cap things off. Got Inside, some work evens the count up at 1-1. One and one. Devin Cunningham, the third baseman for Plumbers. We've called his name several times this year as that's high ball two. He has made some great plays defensively. I know a game that Evan Kahn and I did out at Yankee Ridge where he made a couple of good stabs at the hot corner and threw runners out at first, swinging a miss strike two. You can tell he certainly spends a lot of time working on the fundamentals. Made a couple good plays the other night in the semifinal game. Here's the 2-2. Outside runs the count full. Metal Rungi on first with one out. Bottom of the fifth. Plumbers at bat. They lead this ball game 7-5. to five. 
they can get three more outs on defense next inning, they will secure that third-place trophy. High and inside, ball four. Back-to-back walks for Timmons. And it's runners on first and second with one out. Timmons needs to just settle down here and definitely does not want to give up any more runs with the team normally trailing by two. Yeah, certainly two runs, not uh, insurmountable. You know, Campus did play four runs in the third inning, so they're certainly capable. As that one is hit fair down the third base line, Gabe Daniels at the plate. Meadow Rungi is going to round third, and she's going to score without a throw. It's an RBI single for the little guy, Gabe Daniels, coming off the bench and giving his team some insurance. Nice job. Great job indeed by Gabe Daniels, and also a, it's a big-time hit. Is he in? This on that single, they got it back in quickly enough that he didn't make an effort to throw home, as you mentioned. So have two runners on still with a three-run lead. So Rungi scores. That one's fisted foul down the first baseline by Gallings. Devin Cunningham to second base. So it's in first and second with one out here on the top of the fifth. Plumbers now leads eight to five. Meadow Rungi now with two runs tonight, an RBI single and a walk. She's had a very good evening. Hit in the air, right center field. It's going to drop for a base hit. Center fielder Wynn plays it. Cunningham is going to be waved around third. He's going to score without a throw. It's an RBI single for Caleb Gollings, and it's a 9-5 ball game. Some insurance runs. They really come up huge here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Can never have too many of those, but now a grand slam, an inside-the-park grand slam, whatever may happen, the worst you can do here is tie. That would be something, wouldn't it, an inside-the-park grand slam? No, it's going to happen because I said that. And in the air left field, the shortstop, Sikander, ranging over to his right and making the catch, tried to double off the runner there, Gallings. The throw is wild, and coming home and scoring is Gabe Daniels from third. So make it a 10-5 ball game. Nice job by Daniels to play heads-up baseball there on the base pass. Hustling around the bases and... Just adding to this lead, as you mentioned, and now Plumbers is in a great position to get their 13th win of the season and be third place in 2017 for CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball. We're going to have a pitching change. We'll take a timeout and tell you about the new pitcher when we come back. It's Little League Baseball on DWS. For campus is Tristan Wynn. He moves in to pitch from center field. Parker McLean steps in. First pitch foul back to the screen. We'll get to the numbers on Chris Timmons here momentarily. Inside, evens the count up at one and one. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Plumbers has put up some big-time insurance here. They lead this ballgame 10-5, two outs and a runner on first. Looks like Timmons went uh, to center field. All right, so just straight switch there. That one fouled back to the screen. I don't think we have any other changes then. We'll get to the numbers on Timmons momentarily here. Outside in the dirt, and that will allow Gallings to advance to second. Timmons faces 14 batters, gives up. Uh, I messed that up. He gave up four runs. I originally had him for more than he was on the hook for. High and inside. 
Ball three. Gallings advances to third base. Four runs, five hits, three strikeouts, two walks. Campus will have some work to do here in the top of the sixth. They'll need at least five runs to keep this ball game going. Hit and foul territory behind home plate. Catcher trying to make a barehanded stab at that one. Two no avail. Yeah, Julian Kendrick realized he wasn't going to be able to catch it with his glove and just good hustle and then stuck his hand out to try to get it, but just out of his reach. So it's a full count with two outs here on Parker McLean. And the pitch. High ball four. So Wynn walks the first batter he sees. Runners on the corners now with two out. No harm done if he can get this next hitter. Yep, two outs. Just got to worry about the batter at this point. Here's Harper Hartley. A pinch runner for Plumbers. It's like Caleb Dollings, maybe. Oh, he's down at third base. Looks like Layden Daniels, number nine. nine. Yep. Jersey was kind of fluffing in the wind over there. <laughs> That's okay. First pitch misses ball one. Daniels will take second without a throw. Two runners in scoring position now with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Plumbers lead this ball game 10-5. to five. Wild pitch there. Runners will stay where they are. So our best guess on what happened with Hartley and McLean is that in the original lineup we were given, it was Hartley batting third, McLean fourth. At some point it was switched, maybe even before the game got started, and we were just not informed. Because now McLean is batting third, and Hartley is now at the dish. He's batting cleanup. So working under that assumption, McLean tonight has gone 0 for 2 with a couple of walks. Hartley has gone 1 for 3 with a single and a run. So just wanted to set the record straight on that. I know sometimes the parents want to make sure the kids get their just due. Sure, absolutely, as they deserve. So as best we know, that's what's going on out there. You have more official scorebook than I do since I wasn't here <laughs> for the first inning. Foul tip, strike two. Runs the count full on Hartley. He struck out back in the fourth inning. Kind of been one of those wild and crazy games. Chases that one out of the zone. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Plumbers in the frame. Plate three runs. They do it on a couple of hits, and they strand a couple. We head to the top of the six. It's do or die time for campus. They trail this ballgame 10-5. to 5. Stick around for the exciting conclusion. This is Little League Baseball on DWS. It all comes down to this for the Plumbers. They need five runs to keep this ballgame going. We're in the top of the sixth in the Sea Aquinas Little League postseason tournament third place game. Campus, and I beg your pardon, I misspoke there. Campus needs the runs to keep this ball game going. Plumbers leads 10 to 5. 9 1 and 2 hitters do up for campus here in the top of the six. MacArthur, Timmons, and Steinberg. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser at the ballpark. Sun is starting to set. Lights are on. Beautiful night for baseball. Still a windy night, but a good weather night nonetheless. Yeah, we'll definitely take it over the other night. The other night I had jeans and a jacket on, and I was shivering by the end of the second game. Tonight I've got, you know, pants on and no jacket yet. I'll probably put one on later. But uh, much better conditions. No rain at all. Plenty of sunshine today. Winds were gutting around 30 miles per hour earlier today, and 
probably doing around the same at, toward the beginning of this game, but I imagine they'll die out a little bit as we get toward the end. Championship game coming up shortly after 8 o'clock for Fed taking on Wampler. Winner gets the big trophy, a game you can hear right here on DWS. We've been doing these Little League games since 1999, and we are so happy to be back doing them again once again in 2017. Here's Jacob MacArthur. First pitch misses for ball one. That's our second 1999 reference tonight. That's right. Foul back. One and one. Neither one of us were out of high school yet. No, I was... You were quite a bit younger than me. I was in middle school. I was... I would have been in maybe fifth grade. I was a sophomore in high school in the summer of 99, right the spring of 99. Swing and a miss, strike two. Heading into my junior year. The time this Little League Championship game took place that year, I was heading into my junior year. Yeah, some uh, past DWS announcers of lore. Is that one in the dirt ball, too? Two and two the count. Uh, Eric Loy, mm-hmm. I think, got all this started. Brian Moline, Tom Young, Mark Schultz, Orion Buckingham, all previous uh, announcers. They've all moved on from DWS at this point, but they brought you those games. Dave Lone even pinched it for with me several years ago. Dave Lone brought him out of retirement. <laughs> he still does Illinois baseball. Hit on the ground to the shortstop. Miner up with it over to first in time. Nice play for out number one. Minor, terrific play there, as you mentioned. He waited for the ball to come to him. Sometimes you don't want to wait for the ball to come to you because it could eat you up. Right. But it took a, a proper bounce for him, about chest high, had the glove ready, was in front of it, and just fired a strike across the diamond. So a nice play there by Jack Miner. Here's Timmons, first pitch outside, ball one. You never know when the ball's going to hit a pebble or some or right. a piece of dirt. could bounce wrong, bounce to the right, bounce to the left, bounce way high, and... Thankfully for there, Jack Miner did not do that. Yeah, this field is very well kept, but you're right. You just never know. Inside, 2-0. and Getting back to uh, our coverage of Little League, we can't forget uh, Scott Beatty. He's not announcing this year, but he's kind of the point man for these Little League broadcasts. Uh, works with the league official. Ball three there. Set up the schedule and uh, make sure we're all squared away. Well, he's then, on vacation this week, so we're going to forget him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. He's probably not listening, or maybe you are. Who knows? Here's the 3-0 in their first strike. Enjoying the week off with the family. Two kids, two yeah. great kids. My pleasure of meeting Elliot, the oldest one. And forgive me, Scott, I forgot your daughter's name. I believe Elena is the name That's in their correct. first strike. Evens the or beg your pardon, runs the count full. Three and two. Daniels battling back here in this at bat. And we also want to mention Evan Kahn and Allie Adams sure. have been our two other announcers this year. Evan Kahn, I think, for his second year, swing and a miss, strike three, two down. Allie, her first season. And Allie, her first season, the first female announcer for CU Kiwanis Little League. So, Big Cubs fan. Yep. She was ranting and she raving was. this morning about Anthony Rizzo slash Miguel Montero. And if you haven't heard either one of their comments, I want to pull those up. Yeah, we don't have time to go into great detail. As that is hit on the ground to the second baseman, Johnson, over to first in time. And that is your ball game. Winners tonight are the Plumbers. They get the 10-5 to victory in the third-place game over Campus Sportswear. Well-played game on both sides. We'll come back to wrap it up in a moment. This is Little League Baseball on DWS. We're back here at the ballpark. And the final tonight in the third-place game, Plumbers gets the victory over Campus Sportswear. 10-5, to five. both teams are out on the field right now taking some 
celebratory photos. Both teams get commemorative T-shirts, which is cool. And then, well, I was under the impression that the third-place team got a trophy, but I should not have assumed. And that is my fault because I see the trophy here, and that appears to be the second-place trophy. So the third- and fourth-place teams get T-shirts, and... They will celebrate and uh, go on their merry way. But again, Michael Kaiser uh, back with us here. Plumbers gets the victory over campus 10-5 to in the third-place game. Any final thoughts on this ball game, Michael? Yeah, it was a really good game, as you mentioned several times throughout this one, and the Plumbers was able to pull away late, and sometimes you'll have that uh, when a team just gets rolling there late in a game, and then there's, the other team's had enough time to come back. Uh, down just two runs, but they end up losing 10-5. to five. But I thought it was a really good game throughout the most part, just what you want to see in a, a third-place game. All right, that'll do it for us on this game. We will take a timeout, send you back to the Dave Ramsey Show, and then we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes or so for the main event, championship game. First Federal, the one seed, taking on Wampler, the three seed. Winner gets the big old trophy in the CU Kiwanis Little League postseason tournament. Again, your final in game one, 10-5. Plumbers beat campus for third place. We'll be back momentarily. You've been listening to Little League Baseball on DWS. Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 DWS has been brought to you by our DWS prep partners. American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford in Champaign. Your dream is out there. Go get it. American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford will protect it. And by ABC Heating and Air, where it's as easy as ABC to always be comfortable. Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 was also brought to you by Bacon and Van Buster, Coach House Garages, First Federal Savings Bank, Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, and Tim's Auto Body. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.